0: back. Another week of NFL action and NFFL action in the books, and the NFFL podcast is back. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Dr. Headley, and uh, it was a tough week for officials this week. (laughs) This is a really bad week for officiating. It was just it was pretty rough to watch. Uh, anyone else out there agree with me? Uh, people, people, get on the Glip app. Uh, you know, that fun little app that we've all downloaded. Uh, we were lamenting, the few of us that were on Sunday, that uh, there's only a few of us on there that really interact. So uh, make sure you get on there. It's fun. You can hear Connor and uh, Ben bitch. No. No. Sorry, well, Ben does, but you can hear Connor and Chuck bitch about waivers. And also, don't forget you can chat and smack talk in your matchup. I've been trying to get uh, conversations going in my matchups every week, and uh, I had some success this week with Rob, and uh, I have had with Rev, and I believe with Jason, so, I've had some, uh, but uh, had the most with uh, Rob this week, I think. This week, there are four teams on to buy the Bears, Bills, Colts, and Raiders, so keep that in mind. And I am just curious how long is it until the Browns begin to implode? And uh, OBJ was throwing some subtle shade this week after the game, talking about how I was the only one trying. I felt like I was the only one with any energy. So uh, if you got any Browns, I want to keep an eye on that situation. That's right, it's time for some news. Seven players this week scored over 40 points. And I played against two of them. Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Matt Ryan, Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater, and Russell Wilson. That's a lot. You'll notice none of those are tight ends. I think the most tight end scored this week was like 10 points. So, um, yeah, we do have some injuries uh, to report this week. Wayne Gallman and Mason Rudolph both went out with concussions. Um, Gallman probably won't be back this week because it's a short week for them. They play Thursday night. Mason, I'd be surprised if he's back within three weeks. Hollywood Brown and Patrick Mahomes both had ankle injuries. Patrick said he tweaked his, but he uh, had a line and step on his. Uh, Philip Dorsett and Sammy Watkins both have hamstring injuries, uh, so they're going to be day-to-day. James Washington's going to be out for a little bit with a shoulder injury. Tony Jefferson is done for the season with uh, an ACL and uh, just found out after I prepped this episode That the injury bug continues to ravage the Steelers roster. If you got Jalen Samuels, you aren't going to have him for a month. It's going to be all Connor all the time and maybe the rookie Benny Snell. So let's move into this week's edition of the Pierce Watch. Despite two goose egg performances from players on their squad, the Grizzles Gladiators are now off the watch. But the Broken Mason Jaws, Jaws, I believe that's how he wants that pronounced, or whatever they'll be named by the time this podcast hits the airways. I don't know, they're Retaining their hot seat, completely winless, and next week as possible, well, this coming week, is possibly their best chance for a win against Roster Guard 99, who, if they lose, will be the new hotness right here. So hot right now. So hot right now. Now, let's take a look back at the week that was. Six games in the books. Had a tight one and a really bad blowout. Outcast took on the broken Mason Jowls. Not a lot to brag about for the Outcasts. Phil Lindsay showed up big for the second time this season. Uh, Armari Cooper balled out against the Packers, had over 200 yards through the air. It's only the second time this season he's had over hundred yards, and the only time he's had more than six receptions in the game. Now, for the broken makes and jowls, the Thielen has not been bad by any stretch, but after last week's disappointment and complaining to the media, Captain Kirk and Thielen connected for seven receptions, 130 yards and two touchdowns. And he even scored a tackle. But aside from Tom Brady, this team is pedestrian at best. Grizzles Gladiators took on Ninja Panthers, and uh, I'd just like to note, Ninja Panthers only missed their projected point total by 0.72 points, sorry about that, that was my uh, mic stand. This was a well played game and it was our closest contest of the week. Grizzles gladiators had to be worried with Mike Evans getting the shadow treatment all day and delivering a goose egg as a result. Sammy Watkins leaving early with his hamstring injury? it'd uh, be chewing the fingernails. But Alan Robinson and his two touchdowns across the pond in a surprising game of catch-up against Oakland made up a lot of that deficit. On the other side... Todd Gurley continues to be a worry. If not for his short touchdown runs, one of one yard, one of eight yards, this would be an embarrassing day. Jordan Howard did not take as much advantage as he was expected to against the Jets, but the defense did keep the Ninja Panthers competitive. Now, these past few weeks, we're looking at Cobra Kai and Gridiron Mafia, by the way. The past few weeks, if you had... DJ Charknado, sitting on your bench with a line that reads eight receptions, 164 yards, and two touchdowns, you would find yourself on the losing end of the stick. Especially if the starting wide receiver in that slot injures himself and leaves the game before touching the ball. But Cobra Kai can thank Deshaun Watson and his perfect passer rating 400-plus yards of passing, five-touchdown performance. He is only the third quarterback in the Super Bowl era to do this. And he joins a list of Brady, Brees, Roethlisberger, Rogers, and Manning to have a five-touchdown game without any interceptions. Now, Gritty and Mafia had a really nice game from Michael Thomas, and the rest of the offense did pretty much what they were expected to do. But the defense only notched 35 points. Eight players in the NFFL surpassed that by themselves this week. And they played against at least one of them. Awful Waffles took on Lance Manlove... Now uh, Lance Manlove is now the proud owner of a winning streak after starting 3 and 0. They've dropped 2 in a row. It's not the offense's fault, except for Lamar Jackson and his three interceptions. But at least he didn't start Baker Mayfield who despite playing all but 5 minutes of the game put up a sound 0 points. The defense was the real culprit. They just crapped all over the bed. Their collective 46 points. Now, yes, it's more than Gridiron Mafia, but it's barely more than one other competitor. Awful Waffles running backs scored. That running back is Christian McCaffrey, who is on an MVP pace in the real world and who leads the NFL in carries, yards, yards per game, touches, and yards from scrimmage. Even Alvin Kamara, last year's human cheat code, has to cede the title of human cheat code to C-Mac this year. Jim Kelly Hates Cancer took on Roster Guard 99, This was Jim Kelly hates cancer's lowest point output of the season due in large part to a lackluster wide receiver core that put up a measly 15 points total 15 total and a running back who left the game early with an injury after only 14 rushing yards, not points, yards, but Aaron Jones came to play Sunday and he is the only player the Cowboys, as a franchise, have ever allowed to score four rushing touchdowns in a single game. Now for Roster Ground 99, Aaron Rodgers drops back down because of those Aaron Jones four rushing touchdowns. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling is hurt as a result. The wide receivers combine for less than 21 points. But running back wasn't horrible. Zeke salvaged his day with a touchdown late, and Bell totaled seven receptions to pad his stats. Surprisingly, only Von Bell on defense put up less than double digits. Now, our last matchup of the week hurts. Night Shift took on Hater Tech. And Hater Tech wins the whoop-ass award of the week. It was not even close. This was a 66-point margin of victory. I mentioned it at the top, two of Hatertech's Tech's players were among those six that scored over 40 points this week. Russell Wilson was one of them. He continues his banner year. Now, on this year, of 156 pass attempts, he has 12 touchdowns. That's a touchdown rate of 7.7%. The league average for quarterbacks is 4.4%. And Will Fuller, welcome to the 2019 season. He nearly doubled his season-long production in this game. His stat line of 14 catches, 217 recept or er, yards and three touchdowns and twice he was tackled at the one yard line <laughs> yes he could have had five touchdowns this game was over before uh, night shift took the field uh meanwhile for the night shift andy Reid forgot he has a running back four carries in the first half for damian williams Shaq Barrett seemed to be hurt by his groin injury and was limited. Turned into a disappointing day. And the squad really wasted Cooper Cup's 22-point performance. But hey, Flop Rivers put up more than Aaron Rodgers and Marquez Valdez-Scantling combined. So, there's something they can hang their hat on, right? (laughs) Now, I didn't receive any press conferences this week, so there's no one in the press room to hear from. Well, let's move on to the Week 5 Hardware. This week, we're going to honor offensive and defensive players from each conference. Now, the Haterade Offensive Player of the Week... We're going to give to Will Fuller of Hater Attack. Uh, we we could have gone to Russell Wilson, but he's a quarterback, and we expect big numbers for them. But Will Fuller, like I pointed out, we're, we were in Week 5, and he nearly doubled his season-long points. For the Haterade Defensive Player of the Week, Brian Burns, defender for uh, linebacker for Grizzles Gladiators. Crazy Horse Offensive Player of the Week, Deshaun Watson for Cobra Kai. Went big. I couldn't give it to anyone else in that conference. And Crazy Horse Defense Player of the Week, Sean Williams for Jim Kelly Hates Cancer. You know what you did, Sean. Let's move on to our Poopers of the Week. I destroyed you using a baby's fist as a weapon! God, I got- I only have poopers for 9 out of 12 teams this week, so let's uh, move them quickly now. Just a reminder poopers, I only consider healthy players who finish their games. I don't consider injured players as poopers. Pooping is when a player fails miserably to meet their projected expectations. And they had to start for their NFFL team, so no guys sitting on the bench. Grizzles Gladiators, Mike Evans, three targets. No catches, zero points. Ninja Panthers, Carson Wentz, half of your projected points in a soft matchup. Night Shift, Shaq Barrett, disappointing over the last two weeks. You were awesome. This week, one tackle, one tackle assist. Hater Tech, Keenan Allen, four receptions, less than 20 yards on the day. Lance Manlove, Lamar Jackson, 19 completions on 28 attempts for 161 yards and one touchdown. Also had three interceptions, and yeah, 70 yards rushing. So, you know, not a horrible day at the office, but definitely not what we've come to expect from you. Gridiron Mafia, Demarcus Lawrence, one tackle against one of the weaker uh, lines in the league. Roster guard 99, that Green Bay stack of um, NVS and Aaron Rodgers, Combining for less than 18 points. Jim Kelly hates cancer. Julio Jones. Seven targets, three receptions, 42 yards in a boat race. Matt Ryan threw three touchdowns and 300 yards on the day. And broken uh, bones or whatever your name is. Greg Olson. Goose egg. Only had one target. And, of course, the bad beat of the week. you have been kicked in the testicles. I'm going to award this to both Gridiron Mafia and Ninja Panthers. Both lost their games by 17 points. And both had legitimate options on the bench who could have more than made up the difference. So, sorry guys, I could have given it to Night Shift, but that was just too big of a difference and there's no way they could have made it up. Let's move into looking ahead to next week. I'm not dancing today. Or maybe I am. All right, so let's look at this first matchup. Night Shift going to take on Awful Waffles. At the time I prep this episode, Awful Waffles is favored by 31. For Night Shift, they're dealing with a couple injuries and a couple of buys. Uh, But two players to watch. Shaq Barrett is he over his groin injury. Carolina gives up a lot of points to the linebacker. In fact, they give them up in buckets. And Cooper Cup, over the last few weeks, he has turned into the true number one target for Jared Goff. And the 49ers are typically stingy to the wide receiver, but they can be beat through the air. For the awful Waffles, is Christian McCaffrey in danger? Apparently, his injury that took him off the field was just cramps last week, and supposedly he's good. We'll see. But also in week two, Tampa Bay held him to 37 yards. Are we going to see Sack Barrett going head-to-head with Christian McCaffrey? I'm picking off waffles to win by a decent chunk. Next matchup is Cobra Kai taking on Hater Tech. Cobra Kai is favored by 45. For Cobra Kai, DJ Chark... Will be the obvious, number one. Is he going to get lattimore He only has one game without a touchdown and less than 50 yards a season. And the OBJ implosion. 13 targets over two weeks and only four receptions for 47 yards. Several drops and that big fumble on the punt return versus the 49ers. Russell Wilson on the hater deck. After what the 49ers did to Cleveland, he must be salivating for what they could be doing to Cleveland. Matt Breida went gangbusters, 22 and a half yeah, miles an hour on the first play from scrimmage for 80 plus yards. The Rams, in five games, they faced eight running backs. Four scored double-digit points, and three were above 15 points. But he is part of a running back by committee with Tevin Coleman. I'm going to take Hater Tech in a very close matchup. Moving on to Gridiron Mafia taking on the Outcasts. Outcasts are favored by 51, according to the matchups as they were when I prepped. Gridiron Mafia is going to get hit hard by buys this week. Bye-bye. Michael Thomas and D.D. Westbrook. Uh, If there's no Jalen Ramsey, Michael Thomas is going to feast. If DJ Chark gets Lattimore, then D.D. is going to get a lot of love from Gardner Minshew. Also, after last week's poor showing, Austin Hooper should rebound against Arizona and its non-existent tight end defense. For the outcast, watch wide receiver. Uh... Um, Amari Cooper should be fine against the Jets. Jarvis Landry will definitely be the default number one versus Seattle. Woods it become a number two for Goff with half as many targets two of the last three weeks as Cup? And the one time he had as many was when they were trying to beat Tampa in that impossibly high scoring game. Diggs has a fantastic matchup versus Philadelphia, and their weak secondary, but Thielen could take all his targets. Mm, I'm picking outcast to win, though. Grizzles Gladiators going to take on Lance Manlove, and Lance Manlove is favored by five. Like Grizzles Gladiators, running backs are the focus this week. Derrick Henry gets two porous... Sorry, two. I wrote an A, and it looks like two. Derrick Henry gets A, run Randy versus Denver, and has dipped below 17 attempts only one time this season. Leonard Fournette might struggle on the ground, but if he can leak out in the flat or for, uh, uh, you know, on a wheel route or for uh, a screen pass a few times, he'll be okay. James Conner... <laughs> He's going to be the only game in town except for a rookie. He can be a safety valve and screens for their undrafted rookie. Uh, For Lance Manlove, can Jackson rebound in a game versus Cincinnati? Will Disley is your sleeper stud. Cleveland got shredded by Kittle, and Russell should keep them even more anxious, their defense even more anxious than Jimmy G did. I'm picking Lance Manliff to rebound over Grizzles this week. Jim Kelly hates cancer, going to take on Ninja Panthers. Jim Kelly hates cancer is favored by 33. Aaron Jones is going to roll for Jim Kelly hates cancer. Of the seven running backs Detroit's faced, only two scored less than 13 points. They have totaled six touchdowns between them, and only three coughed up the ball. For Ninja Panthers, Melvin Ingram is your engine. The only running back without at least 13 points versus Cincinnati was TJ Yeldon in breather duty. Worry about Gurley. No running back has eclipsed 90 rush yards versus the Niners and only Chubb barely cracked 10 points. No running back touchdowns have been allowed. Jim Kelly hates cancer, takes this one. Now, our last matchup of the week is Roster Guard 99 versus Broken Mason Jowls, or whatever your name will be. Broken Mason Jowls was favored by three when I prepped this. There were four open slots when I prepped this. It was really hard to figure out how to do anything with this. So I decided to do this. Let's play Who's Worth Starting. That fun game show where we ask a player and determine, are they worth even starting this week? All right, so Marcus Valdez, nothing. No. Adam Thielen. Paul Richardson Jr. Oh no. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, two in a row. Adrian Peterson. Oh, probably gonna get out touched by Chris Thompson. Travis Kelsey. Yay! Kiki Cootie for the Houston Texans. Oh, so sorry. Fred Warner. Oh, he had a nice game last week Jared Davis Oh, you hate to see that happen And finally T.J. Watt Oh, yes Well, there are some guys who are gonna show up um, I'm gonna pick Broken Mason Jowls To get their first win of the week <laughs> Or, sorry, first win of the season and then go back to losing. With that said, uh, remember the... <laughs> we'll go down on this. We'll go out on this. Remember, the Bears, Bills, Raiders, and Colts are on buys this week. Make sure you have the Glip app downloaded and check in! There's gifts, there's swearing, there's uh, yelling, uh, praising, congratulating there's fun and uh yeah remember to spay and neuter your uh, pets and uh make sure you check in on that little uh chat option in your matchup that's all i've got for you this week i'll see you next week